Hey guys, really quickly before the episode starts, I wanted to offer a disclaimer. When I sat down to do this interview, unfortunately, my lapel mics failed, and I didn't realize just how poor the audio quality was going to be until after the fact. And I didn't want to put it on today's guest to try to recreate the vibe, the emotion, and the authenticity of our conversation. So I decided to press on and try to salvage what we had. So I did my best. Hopefully it does not deter you from watching and it is not too unpleasant for you to listen to. I just want to apologize to Anthony and Angela for that failure. And I hope that you will definitely, definitely listen, watch, and enjoy today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to Discover Springford. I'm standing in front of Frank Sky, located in the River Edge Shopping Center in Spring City. Inside, Anthony and Angela Ramsey are going to talk about the trials and tribulations that they've experienced as a family, and also some of the highlights that brought them to this place here to open up a great hot dog place. I'm Jeff Desiato, a local realtor, aspiring actor, and transplant to the Springford area. And I'm on a mission to find the best that Springford has to offer. I'll be interviewing local business owners, civil servants, and other prominent members of the community to find out what makes Springford a great place to live, work, eat, and explore. I invite you to join me on my journey as I discover Springford. I'm here with Anthony and Angela Ramsey of Frank's Guy in Spring City. Thanks for allowing me to come in, guys, today. Appreciate you over to the store early so I could get in here before the crowds, hopefully. Um, so why don't we just dive right in? I don't want to hold you guys up too much. Uh, tell me a little bit about you know your background, both of you, uh, where you've been on your journey so far, and then how that journey led you to here, opening Frank's Guy in Spring City. So I'll let either of you jump off the bat there. Sure. I've uh, been in the transportation industry for over 12 years, and what happened was uh, it became a little bit difficult to juggle the business that I had. I was trying some dump trucks, and we had two young boys, uh, Anthony and Austin, 14 and 12 year old now, and at the time they were infants, and my wife, she's had eight brain surgeries in total now. Uh, she suffers from a condition called Chiari malformation. Uh, the initial surgery was to try to fix that problem, but subsequently she had a uh, infection and they had to go back in and do revisions for scar tissue that may have been left behind and whatnot. And, she suffered from seizures, strokes, blood clots going through her heart. Um, you know, and it was difficult because, you know, I was stuck at home with two boys and you know, this guy growing up. <laughs> so, you know, it was hard for me to juggle the business and the children at the same time and be on my wife's side also, you know. So I had to sell my business and I bought a few homes in, in Berks County where you know, we have some rental property, and this has always been a passion of mine and ours, I should say, to be particular, that we wanted to have our own restaurant, and this is where we landed, 
we actually were going to do this about two years ago. Uh, it was a formerly the library. Oh, about okay. a few doors down. Yeah. And she had a stroke. Oh, wow. Right? So it was impossible for me to be two places at, <laughs> at one time again, you know? So, you know, we put it on the back burner. And, you know, the kids are older now, they're 14 and 12, as I said. So, you know, it's a little bit easier to manage. If something goes wrong again, you know, I'll be able to handle everything. Lord, look. Yeah. Right. You know? yeah. So, you know, we're here now. Um, we're coming with a, with, a, with a new spin on hot dog joints that yeah. they're used to. The, you know, I, I, I'm a big fan of hot dog places where, you know, Every time I go to a different town, they say there's a hot dog place. I like to go in there and see what they have. Yeah. You know, what we do is we carry a variation of hot dogs, you know. And right now, we have three. We're going to be adding on to them as well. And, you know, we're keeping it simple here. Right. We just want to be able to offer someone a, a good hot dog and, and, you know, plain sides and whatnot. But on top of that, we have a scale here. You can take hot dogs home with you. So, you know, the next football game, the Eagles just had a good one. <laughs> you know, you can have it for that. Or, you know, the family cookout, you stop by the pool, and, and you love the dogs over there at uh, Frank's guy. Well, come on down and bring some home and cook them on your own grill, doing whatever you want to do. And, you know, that's good. Yeah, we're just trying to be here and, and be someone in the community that you can depend on. Um, in fact, I can make that hot dog for you uh, while you talk to my wife. Yeah. <laughs> I would love one. <laughs> okay. Honestly, I have, before you go, though, I, I have to tell you, I don't know if I mentioned this when we first met, but hey, I had a very similar fashion personally, and I have a dream of one day, I always used to say to my wife, like, oh, it would be awesome to have a little hot dog plate. But so as soon as I came yeah. in and saw that you guys were doing it, I was like instantly... There was an instant affinity or, or connection that I had with you guys because I was like, man, they're literally the dream. <laughs> <laughs> you know, most, people probably don't, most people probably don't think hot dog stand is literally the dream, but for us, it's like, people, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, I'm like, oh, it's like exactly it, man. And I love that you guys are keeping it simple. You know, you got the A-Treat soda, which I'll just do this right here. A little plug for A-Treat, maybe I'll decide to throw you guys some money. nothing like just a classic, you know, pop, soda pop. I know we don't call it that around here, but it's just like that idea of the, the snap of the hot dog and a, and a soda, man. It's just, there's nothing like it. It's like all-American, classic, local, whatever you want to spin it. Um, so, man, I really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll talk to Angela a little bit about, a little bit more about her, what she's gone through, if you want to. Yeah, her. sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll slide in a little bit. Angela could do the same. Uh, so, what a story. And I know that this is something uh, that you've lived with on a, a regular basis. But, you know, Anthony has had to kind of be in a position which, you know, I, I've been in as a husband, a father of like trying to juggle. Uh, you know, my wife had, had a benign tumor removed and right shortly after we got married. Uh, you know, Thankfully, it ended up being nothing, but it was like, you know, we've been married for six months, and they were afraid that, you know, once they got in there, they weren't going to know. They didn't, they couldn't tell if it was going to be something that would prevent her from having children. Like, just so many unknowns. Yeah. Um, 
And you know, that's that's what people they don't think about those unknowns when they they say their vows and it's all happy and everything. It's like, <laughs> but you know, you guys are are living day to day with, and you personally are living with this stuff, which you probably never thought you'd go through. No, and, and we actually got married, and thirty days later, I found out that I needed my first brain surgery. Oh my word! So it was, you know, I got off the plane from our honeymoon, and I got sick, and been a rough battle ever since. Oh, so, literally, as soon as we touched down, I couldn't breathe. And I went to the doctor and I had aspiration pneumonia. And at my age, that's unheard of. Wow. And so it was from there, testing and testing and trying to find out what could be causing all this. And I found out that I had a scary malformation and I needed immediate brain surgery. So... For those of us, you know, myself included, my ignorance is... is Evident and abounding to anybody who's watching this. Uh, for those that are watching, you know what is the malformation cure? Um, if you could give us like a, a layman's explanation, I guess I'm sure you probably know the scientific explanation inside and out. Right now. Yeah, you can tell it down for us. <laughs> so your cerebellum, um, it's on the end of your brain stem. It actually controls your motor functions, your ability to walk on one foot. Skip and jump and all that. They have uh, has tonsils on it, and sometimes when we're born, our skulls are smaller. So the cerebellar tonsils actually there's a hole in it. Goes your cerebellar tonsils dip down and puts compression on your brainstem, and so your brainstem is then unable to receive everything that needs to help you, you know, walk and move. Some people don't have any symptoms. And some people are better with it. it. It just depends on your body. You know, it was thought back in the day that you had to have either a 10 millimeter herniation or more to have symptoms, but people have zero herniation and just a little bit that touches the brainstem and they're in wheelchairs, you know? So this is something that is uh, genetic from the time that they're forming in the womb. It's not yeah. something that develops over time. Some, some Their symptoms may show up later. But it's something that happens in the actual development of the, the body. Yeah, and some people, uh, they do like a car accident and push it down. But mostly if you're born with it, and now with uh, great testing, MRIs, more people are being shown to have it. You know, uh -huh. I spent three months thinking that I had MS. Oh, wow. Um, they couldn't figure out what was going on. And it was scary when yeah. you start not being able to move your arms or your legs. And... You have headaches. I after my first surgery, I woke up and I was laughing with the doctors. And for the first time in my life, I didn't have a headache. And I never realized that when you laugh, <laughs> you're not supposed to have headache. You know, oh headaches are you know in the back, of my yeah. neck, um, temple pain, and it keeps me in bed a lot, yeah. a lot of the times. And that's horrible. Yeah. So and then what you know, having the surgeries and things. Um, you know, are they all, is one surgery coming from the previous one? Or is it, is it something that when you go into it, you know this is the first of four or five? In, in is it like stages or is no. it like, oh, we have to go in and fix this thing? Or it's always something new? I was told that it was going to be one surgery and it was going to be a cure. That's what they always say. <laughs> they always say, just yeah. have it done, you'll be out in two days. Yeah, they'll be like walking a tightrope and dancing. <laughs> So I was excited. I was like, okay, I'm going to get my life back. My 
hands are going to work again. I'm going to be able to be the mother that I want to be. And it, it wasn't like that for me. For me, it just leaded to more problems, more issues. You know, 10 years ago, the doctors really didn't know as much as they do now. Um, some people have one surgery. Some people can have 15. I know uh, a little girl who's had three, and she's only four. Wow. You know, so it's it's scary because you don't know when you go in what's going to happen. And you don't realize how your brain does everything for you, yeah. so you can't you rest. Yeah. yeah, you can't you can't rest, and it takes a lot on the family. You know, my husband's great, had two kids, and I was fortunate I had family support, but without that, you know, there's a lot of people that don't. Right, are you supposed to be your family based in the local greater Philadelphia area? Yeah, from this meeting, Norris County. Oh, okay, that's good. Yeah, Yeah, so, you know, I have great family support where a lot of people don't. Yeah. That's why I try to go out in the community and spread awareness for it because a lot of people don't know about it. Yeah, that was the first time. I mean, I probably have heard it in passing, but I didn't really. Unless it affects your life. Exactly. It's kind of you know, out of sight, out of mind thing. And your brainstem controls everything. So things you wouldn't even think about are now being hurt. And you know, I had to learn how to walk numerous times. Oh, Lord. Yeah, I spent months in rehab centers just learning how to, you know, brush my teeth and learning how to read again and, you know, stuff you don't think about. That's incredible because when I met you and that, you know, I would never... Never guess that you've been through this because the first time you know I walked in here, smile ear to ear, articulate beyond belief, you know, like just like just a, a normal. You, know, you never, and that's so. It's so amazing to me when I when you know I heard from Anthony your story initially. I'm like you have no idea people's journey, and that's one of the things I think is so fascinating. Why one of the you know, I, I invested in telling the stories of the people behind the businesses, behind the, the, the local government, because we forget that everybody has a journey, everybody has something they're battling and wrestling with every day. And it, I think it really is helpful to to keep that in perspective, because I think it would help us engage with people in a better way. Obviously, the way things are, not to get political and everything, we, you know, at, at large, we tend to forget people are coming from different backgrounds different paradigms, perspectives, and, you know, to hear what you've been through, and, I mean, I never would, would have guessed, ever, so, I mean, it's a testament to you and to your husband of the work and the, I'm sure, the, the, the countless hours of, that you've, like you said, having to relearn things that people take for granted, it's incredible, so you had mentioned, you want to sneak in here? Yeah, sure. Oh, okay. Hey, guys, I'm some delivery for you. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, it's a little bit of jalapenos, some caliente. Oh, that's good. I really appreciate this. Special order: jalapenos, which I love, cheese, mustard. <laughs> now, tell us a little bit about this Frank. Where it comes from? How you get? How you feel about it here? So this particular Frank here is uh, referred to as a German Frank. It has a natural casing in it. Um, it has a pop and bite <laughs> to it. Because the case, and it makes it a little different from the average friend. It's good though. Oh, um, the guy that I get it from, I know the guy that was a guy. You know. <laughs> nice guy, right? It's all guy. <laughs> so, uh, you know, you come down here, you can definitely take this home by the pound. These, in particular, would be about six fifty for a pound. Your pound would come in. Uh, 
I would say these would be in a, a six count, which would be referred to as a, so we basically get six of them per pound. Um, some are in the eight count, but we can give you a, you know, yeah. a general idea of what to expect when you, uh, when you order them. So good, man. Thank you, thank you. I love myself. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine. So, um, Tell me about like the moments where you were like, all right, we're gonna do this. I mean, obviously you had the false start or you know whatever you want to call it, and then when you kind of started the process, and then you know life got in the way as it often does. So this time around, you know, how did you come up with the idea and um, take that step? Because that's always an interesting, you know, the, the moment from idea to to reality is always interesting to me. Right. So. Uh, well, okay, this is something that we've been talking around for years. Um, the wall that we're sitting in front of right now, we actually had that wall constructed um, because we wanted to have a takeout atmosphere where you're at work and whatnot and you're on the go, you want a, a quick meal that won't cost you much. The hot dog that's eating right now, we sell those two to four dollars and for a dollar fifty extra, you'll be able to add on a tree soda and a bag of hers chips. Uh, for another 50 cents extra, you can get one of our premium sides where we'll have potato salad, uh, macaroni salad. Um, That's a better deal than, I mean, anything. <laughs> it's a good old thing. Right. You know, we used to be able to go and get a nice meal for under five bucks, you yeah. know? Um, it's made fresh. It's made fresh, it's made to order. You get your toppings right here. Uh, we have, for toppings, Ketchup, barbecue sauce, mustard, relish, onions, cheese that are all included, uh, mayonnaise also. We also offer sauerkraut and chili for additional fee. Um, you know. And just like that, it's gone. You look sad. It's not something that you want to sit around and look at. It's something you need to get in you can feel that warmth and deliciousness yeah. inside. Comfort you're, you're also offering a curbside pickup, so you, oh, call, awesome. you know, call ahead, and we'll bring the, uh, your order out to you, to your vehicle. Uh, this, Take that drive through McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we want to keep the customers coming and going, you know, right. we're, we're here, we're here for the long run. You know, we have ties in the community, our kids play sports around there and whatnot, and, uh, I grew up in the area as well. I know what it's like to have a good hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> it's great, man. You gotta have it. Yes. And, uh, so what, where did you come up with the name Frank's Guy? So Frank's Guy is just, you know, it's Frank's, you know, it's the Frank's Guy company is the full time okay. guy. Um, but we shortened it to Frank's Guy just because we were Frank's Guy, you know? We, we had Frank's and yeah. we're the guy to come to Frank's. That's you know? awesome. <laughs> Simple. So, that's a, it's just, it's great. It's, it's uncluttered. It's it's open, the, 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 when you walk in, it's just, it's hot dogs, it's soda, what else do you, you know, yeah. what else do you really need? So, that's cool. Uh, one thing that uh, Angela mentioned, uh, and I think that you could also in, in, talk about, is the fact that as you were going through this, you know, having to, you know, support the family financially, emotionally, practically, you know, getting the kids up, getting them to school. Um, the family aspect um, and being close, you know, thankfully you had that. But I think that, that it's a nice segue into um, talking a little bit about, uh, Angela, if you're comfortable, um, 
your involvement in adoption? Uh, yes, I was adopted, um, I would say about when I was two days old. Um, and I do a lot of work in transracial adoption. Um, that's when another race adopts another race. Mm -hmm. And I'm very passionate about it because there's a lot of trauma that goes on with adoption that, you know, people don't usually talk about. So, you know, I try to help people that have been adopted and also parents that adopt, you know, let them know, you know, adoption is good, but also different things that happen in adoption. Right. The after effects. And yeah, the things exactly. that might not appear. Kind of similar, interestingly, to what we were talking about with the Chiara Malformation Center. Yeah. Um, that, that sometimes the, the effects don't appear until down the road a little bit. You know, exactly. like they, they, people start to think about, well, I was adopted. Or, you know, yeah. and, and then the culture shifts, obviously. If you're talking about transracial, you know, we're, we're foolish to think that there aren't, there isn't baggage with that, you know. Yeah. Uh, I know uh, a friend of mine, or I should say an acquaintance, but it's not like we're hanging out all the time, but he adopted um, uh, a white child and a black child, and they were hesitant for him to do that because they said, you have to understand that, you know, your two children are going to be treated differently from each other. And he just didn't, he went, because for him it wasn't an issue, yeah. but he had to really prepare himself and his wife and his children for, like, you know, unfortunately, the state of our society, we like it to be further along than it is in regards to race. You know, we, will, we can talk a whole five episodes, ten episodes about that in and of itself. But, but yeah, I mean, that's an incredible thing. And I, and I think it's really cool that you, having been someone who's gone through that, you can bring that, as opposed to just the average social worker or, or somebody who's trained to do it. Someone who's actually done lived experience right. is a great is great, and you know when you talk to parents that are ready to adopt and they're willing to you know when I was adopted it was the colorblind mentality where you just bring the baby home and you just treat them like you know they're your own you don't you really pay attention to their color or anything and we see now how harmful that has been for you know. The adults, you know, when we grow up, and so it's nice. Uh, I am admin of a uh, group called Transracial Adoption, and we prepare, you know, adoptive parents and let them see, you know, maybe we should do this different, or maybe we should do this, and then we work with foster kids because, you know, once they age out of the system, they don't have anything, yeah. and it's really important for people to understand the whole scope of adoption. Right. And what it entails. It's a lifelong journey. My kids have to deal with it because, you know, I always have questions. You know, I do have a biological sister and brother that I've, you know, met recently. So that uh -huh. adds like another layer yeah, <laughs> sure. to it. It's a whole new thing of mixed family. Like we start talking about biological adopted, you know, on top of like half sister, half, you know, all that other stuff yeah. that everybody deals with. But mm -hmm. that's a whole other layer right there. So with people that are willing to learn, it, it's great, it's great. I love to share my story. You know, I have great parents, you know. Um, so I like to, you know, educate everybody. And I learn so much from people, right. too. Like, um, always listening. Like, if you have a story to share, or you have a question, I'm always here, because you learn something new every day. That is for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's great. Um, really quickly, you know, um, why don't you let people know 
the exact location, how they can find you guys online, find out more about Frank's Guy, find out more about what you're involved in with the spreading the awareness for your uh, for the Chiari malformation, and then also the transracial adoption. You know, you can just hang on with all that stuff. We'll put all these links in the bottom of the video as well, so people can click out to them, find you guys online. So. Okay, so our store location is uh, 7 Riverside Drive. We're right behind the Burger King on Main Street in Spring City, as soon as you cross over the bridge. Um, there's other businesses back here as well, Loki's Pizza, uh, Recon, uh, they, they serve Latino food there. Yeah. Um, and there's a salon back here as well. Um, you can reach us at 484. 938, I'm oh, sorry, 932. <laughs> <laughs> A009. <laughs> yeah, we'll put that on there. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys have a website at Facebook. Yeah, we have a website. Our website is uh, franksguy.com. You can also find us on Facebook. Uh, and we do have merchandise available also. All right. uh, we have a few people that came in and asked for merchandise. so. Um, we will be carrying hats and the shirts that I'm wearing right now. Nice. To refer to that in the phone number. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, it's been on the camera, so it'll be good to see it. Oh, there we go. Yeah, you watch this. <laughs> yeah. Just look at the abs. <laughs> yeah, we'll Not mine. Look at this. <laughs> One thing else I wanted yeah. to add every month we're going to have a signature doll oh, okay. and a foundation that we support. Um, November, we're going to be doing. Adoption. Awesome. So, money will go to that. And if you want to make a donation at TRA Cares, it helps uh, transracial adoptees and foster children. And, oh, that's awesome. I'm glad about that. Yeah, that's such <laughs> great. It's a blessing. You know, keep God first in our household, yeah. involves in our business. You know, God has us in favor. And, you know, we want to put an emphasis on that because, you know, I don't want to force my religion on no, anyone. <laughs> But, you know, we're firm believers that, you know, we're here because of God's work and we're here to do God's work. So, you know, we want to keep it first and we want to put an emphasis on that. No, I appreciate it. And the work you guys are doing, you know, it's close to my heart. Um, as I mentioned before about, you know, how I operate my real estate business and in a similar way of trying to use something that is normally seen as a very self-serving kind of thing or materialistic mentality that, that can kind of encroach on real estate and start looking outwards to the community, to the neighborhoods, to the people in foster care, people that can't afford a home for themselves. Um, it's really cool that you guys are doing yeah, that. it's good to use your platform for something that built for someone other than yourself. Exactly you know? right. Exactly yeah. right. So, thank you guys. This was a great conversation. Be sure to come to Frank's Guy, please. Uh, it's people like this that need our support because they're doing something because of a passion and a love, not just to make a mint or whatever. <laughs> So, you know, we want you guys to, to inundate this parking lot here and, you know, frequent all of the shops here at River Edge Shopping Center. But because because it is a little bit off the main street, we don't want you to miss out because, believe me, you are missing out. I had two of those hot dogs. I know you only saw me eat one, but, but uh, I'm, I'm full and happy and you will be too if you come down to Frank Scott. So, Anthony, thank you. Angela, God bless you. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time on Discover Springfield. That's all the time we have for today on Discover Springford. I want to thank Anthony and Angela Ramsey for opening up their shop early so that we could do the show. 
and also for being so transparent and open with their story. If you'd like to know more about how you can help those in transracial adoption and also how you can support the research going on for Chiari malformation, you can find out that information below this video. And I encourage you to stop on down to Frank's Guy for a great hot dog, a treat soda, something simple, something classic, and most importantly, something local. Until next time, get out there and discover everything that Spring Ford has to offer.